I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. A win for Sunderland to talk about. We're all happy about that. Myself and Gareth are joined by Rory and Craig. The I was going to say the wise ones say regulars, but Craig's a bit of a fair weather yeah, podcast fair weather. Now. We've won one game prefer, and he comes back in. Prefer coming on when we've lost it. It's easier, isn't it? You can have yeah. a good old rant. He prefer, <laughs> yeah. prefers the, the state of dread to yeah. the state of happiness. No, it's like that uh, fatty who does the Newcastle video, isn't it? His, his stock must be down now. They're winning all the time. He should have gone no with that. Gonna watch I, think I think his stock's uh, down now. That he can't, that. He, his stock's down uh, now. They can't get illegal streams of all their games, so he has to talk about Sunderland instead. Does he, does he, is he still is that a thing? Like, should I have called him yeah, yeah. fatty? That's he, a bit unfair. No, I'm just saying that. Like, I take that back. That's not a very nice thing. You obviously weren't a part of his marketing team. No. no but well, we've got what, two options. One of them's <laughs> Drew Geordie and one of them's that fatty who talks about Newcastle. I know, but I mean, you know, it's offensive in it, so I take that back. What's about Newcastle? Yeah. I think you need to worry about being offensive. He makes his living. Well, I was going to say his living. Is that a living? Does he make a living? He probably does, doesn't he? I don't know. I just feel like I'm on another. I think it's that lens that I had earlier, I Jealous, <laughs> jealous. Who? Just saying, he's, we're jealous. Well, no, actually, that is a point that I was. Jealousy. The amount of views he must have got after like Newcastle got hammered off us again must have been much more than he would get if they've like won mm. however many games they've won this mm. season. What's he got to say? Yeah. Oh, we're done good. There's something therapeutic about coming in and having a good run. I think, by the way, I'm obviously say, I'm much happier that we've won a game. That is the surely yeah. an award for the quickest tangent. Ever yeah, in a podcast. Really impressive life. I'm getting a really good at tangents. <laughs> a minute and 40 seconds in, we've finished the conversation. Well, because I'm just trying to keep the things up because I've had this horrible feeling, Gareth, that you're going to start like pulling pulling the performance to pieces and stuff like prior to the win, where we've just come on here for like God knows how long now and just bemoan the fact that we can't just be a regular Premier League team who go and get a messy minging victory away With from home. With 10 men as well. Just by, just by defending quite well. And just determination, because let's be honest, we're we're not going to turn we're not going to turn things around from playing the way we've been playing to suddenly having the complete away performance and brushing Bournemouth to one side. Not realistic to expect that to happen. And I think first and foremost, you have to praise the players for the for the effort first. Rory, what did you think? Oh, definitely. We were there, so we can speak with the. We were there. there. Bournemouth away. Bournemouth <laughs> away. No, but what <laughs> I could see, you could see them, though, well, and we come on and we bemoaned every week. Well, but we you, you could see. Well, <laughs> you could, I heard about a kiss or something. You could nah, see. I even a big kiss on the way out, I didn't want to talk about that. I was well, speaking to a psychologist about that earlier on. Saucy. But no, but you could see that they were... You could see they weren't going to let it slip. And oh, where, I, even when Bournemouth turned, you know, started turning the screw a little bit, I had a feeling we were going to see it out because you could see the difference. They weren't panicking every time they got the ball, I and they were it. defending well, and they looked like they had this attitude of saying, "We're not leaving here without something to do," like, which you should see every week in a team. Yeah, definitely, but it's the first time in a long time we've seen it. When you're a team like we are, who aren't very good, you need to make up for any inadequacies you have by 
grafting and working really hard. Like we were we were saying this last week, like you'd rather have a grafter in the midfield than someone like McNair who doesn't do much. But <laughs> so you just rather wing. He's a luxury player. <laughs> Get him on the wing. You don't have him in the hole. I'd rather have a footballer. There was a mid bit in the first half where he got the ball up the line. And he was like just couldn't use his left foot, and the ball just ran out of play. But he to give a bit of credit, a credit to Moyes there, because he well, saw him on the wing. because <laughs> you need you need the comedy before. You need the Moyes for taking. You need the fall to have the rise after. Yeah, but he. He, he tucked that, inside, didn't he? And he, yeah, yeah. he put be put Anitra be wide left. Bit, didn't he? Yeah. he played there for yeah. the majority, which is similar to what Allardyce sort was trying of, to do. Sort of like the Emil Heskey for England role. It wasn't like a you know, sort of standing on the touchline winger. He was, he was in that little area, wasn't he? In We've seen area. it before with like Wickham in it, like Sunderland, where he tried, we've tried that with people like him and. Yeah. It didn't work because he's... Yeah. Allardyce was doing it with Ndoy last season, even. Oh. Like, that's probably more... Uh, that's probably you know more, what? You'd have Ndoy now. That's probably more recent and relevant than uh, actually than the Hesky for England one, the, the Wickham thing, a player tried well, to do it. Ndoy? He's the most relevant <laughs> of them all. Ndoy, the most relevant of them all. Since no one ever says... No, but we've been saying for ages and we've been looking at ways to get Nietzsche be into the side, haven't we? And 3-5-2 was the most popular one. But just his... Mere presence, besides the point you had a really good game, just his mere presence gave Bournemouth something to think about straight away because well, suddenly you didn't just have to worry about Defoe and think, take him out of the game and we'll be fine. But let, let's look at the, in the second half, they had two defenders on an HB. What happened? What we, well, what happened was he ended up on the left playing from the left because we went a goal down after 10 minutes, so they had to try and consolidate it. He's put a McNair wide to try and obviously deal with the attacking threat from the full back. Which, which obviously really helped <laughs> the situation when he just came marauding through completely unmarked. Um, Van Arnold out of position there as well. I well, would say. it wasn't. He was box and the ball's inside him, Wait. so he can't see. He can't see what's behind is him. Pa- is it, is yeah. any part of you will credit credit Bournemouth for that goal as well? well I think if someone, I think yeah, if someone nice scored move, that yeah. goal, we'd be we'd be. It's a good ball inside. Yeah, we'd be saying that was not just that though, is it? Like what you said about credit and Moise. And like to be fair, I've not really given him much credit in the last few weeks, and I doubt anyone else here has. But all right, it didn't work. The player got away. That, but like he's seen what we can all see every week that that side of the pitch just gets ripped to shreds. The amount of times you see a player like f- fill that gap between left back and left centre back in the box. So at least he's tried to do something about it with McNair. Okay, maybe it didn't work, but at least you know there's a bit of some thought yeah. process behind. Looking at it, not just going. I'm going to keep putting the same eleven which out is what in the we've same said positions, which has been, been a problem. Yeah, which, so, so you, you need to acknowledge it. And I would put it well. It you know, the thing is, or I would say, Gooch is probably if you want somebody to do that. Who's oh yeah, but the you best can question fit. the player he picked. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying it, it didn't work, did it? I just mean, at least he's he's, he's you know he's adjusting with mm-hmm. what limited resource that he does have. I thought who, not a lot of quality. Who did like four did, did you do the ratings? The on, on the yeah. Wiseman, so yeah, I thought three was harsh. I thought he was terrible. Like I think that was harsh. He, why? I, especially when it got for McNair. When yeah. it got moved around. Mm-hmm. When it got moved around, he tucked in a little bit. He, he was he was all right. He was all right. I think three is harsh. You've got to bear in mind a lot of it was the, about the defensive performance. And off the ball, keeping keeping your man, yeah. and he did all that. To be fair, he didn't let his man go. Well, he, he was he, he kept goal. his shape. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I said from when the, when, shape when, when the shape changed. Yeah, I did say that at the start, didn't I? 
So after after the mistakes, oh yeah, right. Really look, does anyone move on? He's just he's got he's got a vendetta against McNair. He hates McNair. He hates It's only because Defoe ended up like a really good signing after after hating on Defoe for years. I do hate Defoe still. I think we all agree as well. Hipster. All right, we lost last week, but. One man who couldn't be faulted was Billy Jones, and he's actually he's actually playing well in yeah. at the minute. Mm. And, and you know what? It is Even though him. I did stand there slag him off for ten minutes because I thought he scored one goal. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, I, Steve. Well, well so everybody around me thought that because we were no, like, we were, like we were right yeah. level with Billy Jones, and when the cross yeah. come in, it looked like he chested, it, chested in. it in, and like you wouldn't be that surprised if that happens. So no, we, well, we, we were. You'd have been. We were like slagging off yeah. the edge, and then I think it was halfway through. Somebody went, it was Gosling who scored. You know, oh well, I knew almost that. even worse. It's almost rather an own goal than an ex mag <laughs> scoring pass. Yeah. It wasn't mm. a proper mag. Uh, uh, an ex mag wasn't even a proper mag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Craig? Sorry. No, no. Just these. Like, it's funny, isn't it? Sometimes that you go back to a player who you, you've completely written off because. I mean, I remember being at uh, Bradford under Poyet mm. and it was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. The atmosphere that day. Thinking about, you know, we've, we've talked about, and you guys have talked about on here, and this wasn't more generally social media about, like, it hasn't been this bad, blah, blah, blah. But I, I was at Bradford when that Poyet was getting absolute yeah. dog's abuse. There was fighting in the stands, like yeah. people fighting each other, Sunderland fans. So, it, you know, it was poison. But back to Billy... <laughs> he was he was absolutely shocking that day, and it was yeah. when you thought, at that point, he's... He's just not a Premier League footballer, but there is something in there somewhere that makes him well at least better than Donald Love. You kind of feel so, like yeah, <laughs> most being Donald Love, <laughs> what's in there? You do kind of feel like you're going to get six out of ten from him. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's kind of a, a sort of a different version of Bardsley in a way, if you, if you know what I mean. Like different attributes. I think mm. I think one of the things that he does bring to the team is quite useful. Is he's he's physical and yeah. his height, mm. so yeah. he's not necessarily that good with the ball at his feet. But, but even he, like even defensively, he's all right. He, he pushes on and makes tackles further up the pitch yeah, as well. Yeah, he as well. He, yeah, he nearly got us into a, that ball where Watmore put it into the box, yeah. where the, the keeper came out and claimed it, and you wanted a man running. That was Jones massively contributed to that, and the offside goal as well. Watmore put in mm. them two linked up really well. Like we've looked so rigid in recent mm. weeks, mm. and that move alone, was, and it's all against you and need to be this, when, dragging defenders out oh. to four being able to drop deep and drag some defenders out of position as well. We looked really fluid for the when first we, time in yeah. since when last we equalised, when we equalised especially, yeah. they just shackled the same to come off, didn't they? Mm. Uh, just a self-belief. I think the way Anichi be, he just, I mean, it was a joy to watch him really. The way he just rolled that defender and then smashed him out like proper centre forward player. And Quality. it's almost as if it just was a message to everybody like, why can you, you know, why can you not do this? You're Premier yeah. League players. What's the matter with yeah. you? And the shackles like, just like seemed to come off a little bit, yeah. And everybody, and they were on the back foot a little bit. I couldn't believe when I got home. Last night and watched much of the day and it made us look like we didn't get out of our box all game. <laughs> when, when you know, well, yes, yeah, after, after the, the red ball, card, you know, after right. the red card, yes, they spent a good twenty twenty five minutes where they were on top a lot. But as I say, I still thought we were we were holding out. But before that, before the red card, we were just after the red where the they looked like they were going to yes. well, run one, away. Yeah, that one stands last hit the post. Well, there was a worse win for the net the ball. There was a worse I think Wilshire had a. A really good yeah, opening in there. That, um, at some point. No, there was it wasn't didn't show the match the day. Forby missed an absolute sitter. He was about he was in the middle of the goal, about seven yards oh, out, right, and yeah. just well, put it about two yards yeah, wide. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's he's another one of them that we, we should have signed him. Oh, we yeah. should have signed him when he scored some goals, <laughs> and now 
He's only scored any goals. Well, he's not even in the team ahead of that no. Josh King, who doesn't seem up there. Well, the one quid, the, the Ami, Amiyazaki type list. They've made a couple of those signings, haven't they? Because Ibe as well yeah. was was pretty atrocious first half. There's, a, there's <laughs> another credit to Billy Jones as well, yeah. though. Like yeah. plays so well in the first half that he forces the man lot, who he's marking to. A lot of it was a lot of it was his crappiness as well. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's got to do something though, hasn't yeah. he? Like, yeah. It's funny though. Like you think about Bournemouth and you think about. Maybe something similar to what people have thought about Swansea, Southampton, and stuff like that in the past. But then you think, yeah, actually, transfer-wise, I don't think they have it, it, since they've come up. Anyway, they've not really signed good players. They've spent quite a lot of money as well. Mm. Can you think of many that have actually improved the side vastly since from promotion? Though. Like w- it seems Wilshire, the team probably has. is a decent sign, but it's only a loan, isn't it? Uh, well, they put, spent a lot of money on Mings, didn't they? And then he got uh, an injury. There was injuries as well, of course. Max Gradle yeah. was the other one who got an, an injury as well. So where's he's he now? He's on the, he was on the bench, I think. Right, he's okay. just coming back. But I know you mean. It's mainly the players <coughs> that got them promoted, isn't it? With, with Wilshire. Spent a lot of money on Callum Wilson, though, didn't they, when they were in the Champions Yeah, but that was before, yeah, yeah. before the come uh, He looked a player when he's fit, which we were talking about on the way mm-hmm. here. You, you start to wonder whether that's going to be just a recurring problem. I know like, we're sort of focusing on, on another team, but I think it is relevant because I think. It was there was a there was a sort of a not a tendency like a whatever whatever the word is to think that they were going to be safe just because they won a couple of games in a row and actually and they're not that trendy good, are they? like them, yeah that's they're what I mean they're, like, yeah. they're another team that are going to be in the mix they lost to West Ham they've picked up a lot of points at home as well lost to Borough last week as well they've yeah, picked they up what ten, ten points at home this season mm. so that makes that does make you think tough place to go sort of mentality doesn't it? especially mm. when you've been as bad as we are. So well, I, th- I just think there's an element as well of Leicester won the league with a team that really isn't a league-winning team. Obviously, it, mm. it is because it did it. But when you look at it now, and you look at how they're struggling, and Bournemouth are kind of a the level below that version. Mm. They're a team that stayed up relatively comfortably in the end last season, but it just takes a bad run of form for them, and they could really, really struggle. There was still the only quality's one average. Like there was still only one place above us last season. Like and only by about point, yeah. four points, maybe. Wasn't mm, a great deal. Uh, I never even thought about it like that. I suppose they secured safety so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They Earlier. didn't pick up points for like they got the thirty-eight-ish points in then, and then they were like packed it in for on the, the beach. Well, I think even one of their I can't remember. No, it was that. it was a different. Team. Sorry, it was Watford actually. Funnily enough, on a slightly yeah. different tangent, like, Troy Deeney made a comment about saying, "Oh, we went Anfield and lost last season, but we were probably on the beach by then." Weird. Thinking what a strange admission that is for a professional footballer. But anyway, Funny, isn't it? <laughs> let's talk about Sunderland instead of Watford. No, no, I think it, it is relevant now. We've actually got a win under our belts to think about other teams and definitely, especially well, at the I mean, stage Swan- of the season. It's, 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 I didn't realise how bad Swansea. Well, well Swansea, yeah, are dreadful, there, was like, a, there was a stage. There was a stage, wasn't there, on, on Sunday when Hull went a goal down and mm. Swansea were three 0 down, and you thought, right, we're going to be off the bottom. By the day, and we're going to go into the whole game knowing that a win would take us above them, and that would be some mental shift for yeah. the players. That because at one point, everybody was saying, "Oh, this Sunderland team might be look, they might break Derby's record of eleven points," yeah. and then we one still game, might. yeah, well, they might, yeah, <laughs> and know? then but then one game later, it's suddenly you think, right, we can beat Hull, and you're third off bottom already. Now, of course, it's changed because Hull turned it around and won, didn't it? But it's but it, you're it's, right. Yeah, it is relevant to think about that because you're also thinking about the fact that we are playing Hull next, and they look awful. The clubs are bigger ma- mess. It would have been massive for the players. That wouldn't have thinking yeah. like let's we if we win today we go above these. That would have been some well, you know, some it, incentive. 
I think the, the importance of the Bournemouth result really is the fact we got Hull next and it makes it massive, doesn't it? Because yeah, you've won a game and then well. you're going into the Hull game, you know, on the back of a victory <coughs> and a chance, you know, that's the thing, they've got to make the Bournemouth victory count. You know, you've got, you know, it's all, all very well winning games in, you know, every, you can't, you're not going to stay out if you win one game every 11 games, right? So no. when you've got Hull at home, after you've won a game, you've got to make it count. You've got to win that game. And they'll be thinking exactly the same I mean, we've right? oh, yeah. kind of but... talked about this before and everyone will tweet us or abusers behind me back or whatever chemtrails and stuff next to 9-11 can't melt steel beans they'll tell us I'm miserable but for no reason in particular because it costs too much cross talk I've got to wait for you to finish label that point so you know in the last five years it always feels a little bit like you can't enjoy the wins for too long because you dwell on defeat for a lot longer. But you win a game, but because there's every win seems to be oh that was a vital win we really needed that, and it always feels as though it's just you need one win isn't enough. You're going to need two, three wins before you can start thinking about right winner position here where we might actually get out of this. You can't really appreciate wins for very often, partly because they're invariably followed yeah. with the defeat. Defeat or as well. I mean, look at the you, you know, know I mean, the, you, you the prime example going to Newcastle under Poyet winning that game one nil. Then we play Hull. Hull a few days later, take the lead after about forty seconds, and then it's end up losing the game three one. So, yeah. you, you know, you, it's very Sunderland to, to do things like that, and it's we've seen right. that so many times. I think, you know, not. <laughs> I think the, the whole McNair left wing thing baffled us I can't really understand why he did that and alarm bells as well in the substitutions again towards the end of the game where right backs are coming onto the pitch again to play in strange positions with 10 minutes to go I'm not really sure what that thing is that thing. they keep doing that's our new identity maybe it didn't just right annoy you <laughs> tell you what it was a lovely ball by Donald Love at the end it was like a proper like it's more understandable to bring when you've got 10 men though and yeah. you are like just well, sitting was, on the but edge that's what I was box. thinking about I was like well was it because we had 10 men he made that change but he's made it before when we haven't and yeah, forwards, if, he, if he hadn't made it before I don't think yeah. he'd be looking at that <coughs> yeah. too much well, we surprised like two or three times forwards not going off off like being substituted off at the end because that's why I was worried he's going to take both the forwards off yeah. here and then like mm. go. Well, to be fair, he, but, might have been, he might have been doing. He was in the stands. And he, you know, he's trying to radio down, and um, <laughs> the guys at the bottom go just pretend you just ignore it. Just, <laughs> another, <laughs> just ignore it. Another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't breaking you, up. You're breaking up. Can't just, you? just put another yeah. right back on, and then he'll, he'll be fine. He'll look <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter who you take off. Just get him on. After we went to ten men as well, it was a bit embarrassing. One at that sort of period where we had like we looked like we didn't know what we were doing. We kind of had no forwards and like. Defoe was like, well, what's going on here? He, Lenichi was on the left, he was on the right. But that's normally what, was just kind of like running around that's going phenomenal. like, what am I doing? Yeah, but the, def the defensive shape was good still, though. Do you think? Yes, I do. I, do, I don't think there was a lot of marking in there. There was a lot of, there was a lot of space you know for what? people it's, there. It's not often you get there and enjoy your win for very know, long and no, Garrett's around. No, <laughs> we, no, <laughs> no, we, no, we, no, we no, don't enjoy it. We always say, some of, you know, you don't have to be great. Look at teams like West Brom and that and they go away and get these scrappy wins and we're just like, we just want to see that. And then we've seen it. So, like, yeah, but just... We need another one. Yeah, I'd but love yeah, that's fair one. enough. Like that's fair enough. But the, the, trans, the transition wasn't going to go from playing like the way we've played to 
to just have well, the, the perfect away performance, the, was it? The, Let's the, be honest. The thing is, it only and it don't again. It, it's, you've got to make it count for something, and it'll only count if to learn from the things that were bad in that game. See, so, you know, we won the game. Always just started rub off on you. Do you know, know that? You can imagine like the players in the dressing room like buzzing. You're like, well, it wasn't really that good, so I wouldn't get carried away. <laughs> but they've got it. They've, they've got to iron out the the the, the errors because Moyes. they did have <laughs> the chance. Bournemouth had some great chances that they didn't take. Nah, they did like them. Yeah, of course and, and they did. It, let's yeah. not let's not pretend that all of a sudden. We're, uh, we, you know, well, we're I don't not, think anyone is. Really we're not. We're, I don't think anybody's doing that. That's why we're. But saying, you're playing with you're playing you with ten men. You're playing with yeah. ten men away from home. The opposition are no, going to no, get, get chances. And to be fair, when we went to ten men, we were the better side. We're in the ascendancy. We'd been yeah, playing exactly. quite well yeah. at that point. We first like start the first half was the best we played this season easily. No, I still think I would say I think against Middlesbrough in the second half we were. We had a little spell, didn't we? I thought most of that half we were very dominant and just couldn't them down. I think the Middlesbrough one was. Them sitting back trying to protect the lead, whereas this was us actually taking hold of a game for once. Well, okay, yeah. fair and enough. If like we were making more tackles, we we're winning. We we're winning the headers for once, which we yeah. never do. Like Jilabodji at the back was loves a high five, doesn't he? Jilabodji just running around smiling, high five. He wouldn't concentrate on the corner. If, you, if, been, <laughs> if you had been Papi Jilabodji this season so far, we're playing like that. Would you not be smiling and just high fiving everyone? He's probably thinking this is great. Aye, like, exactly. I'm heading the ball and but he was kicking it with my feet and everything. He, he, he looks great. quite he looked calm. calm he, did. Yeah. he wasn't diving into rash challenges or anything like that. Does anybody just? I mean, it's. It's been an interesting week in preparation, hasn't it? And, and HB was saying that the more it's the toughest more has, has, has come down on them, saying we have to get something from the weekend, we have to win the game, and, and you know, le- leaving them under no illusions that had to be done. He took them in, to Nissan and all that stuff as well, didn't he? Which being not, balling not, apparently caught a pick. No, but stuff little little things like this just shows that the, you know the it's doing something. Yeah, Wabi Kasri, the best bowler apparently, caught Jordan Pickford. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Just to let you know, interesting. Just speaking, uh, it's a bit tangential but relevant because Pickford's come up and Jilabodji. I don't know about anyone else, but there's picture doing the rounds of uh, they've just scored That's and Corny. Pickford's angry and Corney's apparently disinterested. I'm having that like he just yeah. looks like he's sad, uh, and not even that. Why are people sitting there zooming in on photos and going, yeah. "Look at this! This reaction isn't suitable." A like, snapshot of somebody's just, face. Yeah, it's like, just like co- that's just going. We've talking about like we've obviously been a bit facetious with with you. Yeah, like they're obviously <laughs> we have paper over cracks and whatnot. Course, but yeah. at that point, we've actually won a game, and people are sitting yeah. there going, "Right, I'm going to analyse a man's he face was, um, in a was... snapshot." As you say, what if the next moment? Like he was crying his eyes out. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, but it's just like things like that. I think are going too far. You're starting to literally pick. You're not just picking on a player for the performance. You're picking. There was plenty. There was, there was plenty. There was plenty wrong with his performance as well. Right, I mean, well, he, was, he, he was easily our worst player. Oh, he was. I say, that's probably why people have done it. Yeah. People are annoyed with him, and that is understandable. And I'm not defending Corney. Certainly not for the way he's played this season. It's been really disappointing, given the money we could have took for him and the way he played at the end of last season. However, it's just like, you know, sometimes I think people need to rein it in a little bit and just be a bit fairer, you know, like, pick on, pick on him for his performance. Yeah. That was what um, was rubbish. That's like, it. Did, what did you think of Deny when he came on in the middle? I thought he was quite good. Aye. Uh, I was looking at how often he touched the ball yesterday, uh, on Saturday rather. He only touched the ball nine times in 20 minutes, but positionally and like yeah. off the ball, he working quite, hard. He had a bit of presence in there. Uh, like, he looked like he'd just been told to come on and just... Yeah. 
be a nuisance, get yeah. in their faces, press the ball and stop them from well, playing. Well, there's been nowhere near enough well. for that this season, let's be honest. So oh, exactly. If he's fit and he's ready to do that, then that could really only be a good thing, can't it, I guess? No, I need options, yeah. yeah. Well, need I mean, options. I guess... A, you know, the real positives is that we've got two weeks off, we've won a game, we've got Hull next, and we're going to potentially have, you know, if we get either or Catamora yeah. or um, Kirchhoff back. Or Larson, even. You know, well. Larson could be. But all be three back. of them would be, I think. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, I mean, they'd, they'd instantly, you know, I'd, I'd. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From the three, yeah, you just put those three in and take the three you in out. I think, I mean, Larson, if, you, if you're looking for somebody to do that McNair position, like a slightly yeah. withdrawn left midfielder, and you want he's to put, ideal for and him, he's, he's a perfect player to play in that position because you know he, he's going to give it's just putting all those things in the team yeah. together, like, your match fitness will be the issue. You, you, yeah. you, in you reality, it yeah. isn't going to happen. I think no. more, more, more of the point is that realistically, in the coming weeks, that could be a midfield mm. that we'll put out, which is a far cry if, from... If we avoid more injuries. Well... Mm. Which is the way it's gone this season, we seem to have been... There's, there's definitely something to be said. For, I mean, look, you know, back to 9-11 being an inside job, I suppose, it's a bit... It's not exactly conspiracy theories, but you do wonder about, like, why the fitness levels seem to be so bad this season compared to last season. It's not just the injuries... They look knackered as well, mm. don't they? They don't look fit. I remember Mankio in the, uh, I think it was a, might have been a Palace game, or sorry, the West Brom game, and he was like dead in his feet after 60 minutes. I mean, no, <laughs> he, I know he came in late, but I, I, I don't know. I think, I think actually the first game of the season, I think we look quite fit and sharp. Aye, fair point. That um, was still, still the hangover, uh, the Allardyce, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just been slowly yeah. disappeared now, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, those, drugs, <laughs> those drugs are off the shelf. <laughs> Got be, a bottle of Moyes yeah. now. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what he does with the team. You know, what we've got to remember as well, on the, in each of the, has a you know, cracked rib. I don't know if he mm. did he do that during the game, before the game, I don't know. During the game, was it? During, yeah, so apparently in the first half. Got to keep an eye on that because, obviously... The, painful, will, will the very painful crack and will he and will, will he be ribs. fit will he be fit but, to but, play but what I would well, what I got what because me and me, my brother were talking about this on the way down because we've both cracked our ribs before and it's really really painful naughty right? boys got to play football it was a chair in Marseille yeah. right. I was in <laughs> a, <laughs> a I was in the strawberry <laughs> undercover uh, <laughs> I was up playing football didn't really it's really 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 painful but there's not really a lot you can do you apart, the guy, <laughs> apart from apart from leave it. So yeah. we were having this debate whether you could just take painkillers and play or not because there's not Probably. really there's not really a healing. You know, it's injected with all sorts yeah, now it, in, the, in the ankles and that. It's so. painkillers really because there's not it's true. The, ankles. You know, and you're that's, not going to do it. Well, it is. I, so usually the ankles, I, I, I don't think you're particularly going to do with it any more damage. Are you? Medicine. Is what I'm trying to say. Like the no, probably not. just like yeah. the manager. Of it it just needs to just yeah. If you've got if you just, just needs to heal. Just make sure the painkillers don't yeah. have some banned substance in them because that'll be the next thing that happens in the morning. Just being absolute. Mountain Colossus like Victor and well, he played, doesn't, he, doesn't matter. It was it a was bouncing off him in the 90th no. minute. Yeah. <laughs> Being so close to the pitch and seeing him in the second half of our left was just a joy to watch. Mint. Where they just couldn't get near him, and two of them 
were coming home and he was just fending them off. It was it was just it was just it was just a joy to watch. Like from a fan I'd, point of view, the fact that the game finished with him on the ball yeah. in front of the Sunderland fans yeah. as well it was. Like Mike Money Dean, I mean, like had, he was uh, just waiting for the had moment this been to blow a the whistle. Si- a new sign nobody had ever heard heard of. What you would probably be thinking? God, we've got a gem here. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't I think you? that's what Paul Merson said on oh, Sky Sports. Like he, he was covering it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did he say? You'll not see a better performance from any player this season. I think he might have gone in that specific role. I think yeah. he meant, which oh, was right, the weird. I didn't see. I haven't seen any Paul Merson comments. It was a throwback, wasn't it? I mean. Kevin Jones type performance. I was thinking about. Remember, I think we. I think we lost the game. We played at West Ham. And he was uh, ridiculous. He scored. He scored a header, um, and I think we got beat three one. And but he he was unplayable. He, and it was a, Kevin you know, David S. Kevin David. If you can, if you can, you know, if you can do, if you can do half as well as that in the games he's available for, because that's the thing. He's got to be consistent and he's got to be fit. And that's the thing, isn't it? He's he's never going to play yeah, well, probably uh, that brilliantly again. And we've heard again. from Everton fans and West Brom fans. Who've come on into the light and said he would have the odd game where he was yeah. unplayable. But even if but, he can, but they were like one, one in five. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, even if you can get a one in three from him, mm. like for the level we're at when we're fighting for our lives, like you'd take that at the minute, wouldn't you? Like, you didn't you in thirty when, from some of them. Ah, exactly, so. exactly. When Anichi when Anichi mm. was at those clubs though, and obviously Everton would would have had some really good players when he was there. Mm. Maybe a Cahill, but did he ever have a Defoe around him? Do you know what I mean? Somebody who doesn't he need. Probably played up from ne- Beverhino. I know it's not exactly no, the same. But I'm talking about somebody is somebody <laughs> is clinically effective in a just in a snap second. Like Defoe, is there another? Because people still talk about Defoe as this player who, if you give him a yard a second, that can be it. And like someone like even when an each is having a bad game, he could still create. Oh no! I one think or two be opportunities playing. for someone uh, like the four. Anyway, but we talked about reason. it last week when we just need to find reason. a way to get two strikers into the team. I still don't. I've, I still don't think maybe the way they're doing it at the moment, long term, is probably the way. But I think the three. I think the three. If they can get the go to three at the just back, I think that's right. probably the, the if when if Catamol and Kershaw are fit and you can go to three at the back, I think that's that's what I'd be looking to do. I think seem like uh, a lot, a lot of this issue, though, isn't it? Because Moyes come out after the, after the last game, of the Arsenal game, saying, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. It's almost as if people are forgetting about what's supposed to happen on the pitch when, when the mm. players cross the line, because it's all about where long-term we're going to do this and no long-term, we're set up like this and it'll come eventually. Like Sometimes it's like, no, it's the game. Treat the game mm. individually yeah. Yeah. and put a team out to win and yeah. try and get three points. Yeah. We're talking about like fluidity before. If you've got someone like Kirchhoff in front of a back two and a need to be in that wide left, you can be like a 3-5-2 three, a yeah. three, off the ball, become a 4-3-3 three, three with it or change your system slightly if it's going against you or whatever. And you want that. You don't want us to be set up like so rigidly like we have been all season. Just have some... Some game management yeah. and, the, and the options to change things in the game without having to make substitutions as well. Yeah, I think a player as well who you know has come in for criticism, who did well was Watmore. Thought he had a good game. Um, yeah, his final ball still a bit ropey, but he, you know his work <laughs> Never rate stopped, and, did he, yeah. and you know a lot of he, he was all over the place. You know, and he was involved. Did in, well to win, you know, the, for the, yeah, to win in, the penalty for the penalty. Great run by an HB as well, like a blindside going front. And, Aye. That was a really nice move. Um, mm. I think Jones was involved in that as well. Could I be wrong? I can't remember. He was involved in, well, the uh, yeah. offside one was, like, Watmore got, like, fouled pretty much for that and he was just straight back up and, mm. like, moved on to Jones, like, that link up. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he'll give you that, though. He'll give you that work race, <laughs> like, for what 
again, we're, we're seeing to hide <coughs> any problems and in, in, inadequacies with work rate and what more mm. will give you that for all this fault. Yeah. So, read some tweets out. Yeah, do, do a tweet. <coughs> um, Gareth Ord, Ord85 said, Did anyone know Nietzsche be actually had pace? I had no idea. And then he adds, I would still play Kazri and all. <laughs> was that by Gareth? <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, it was, he was called Gareth. Well, it's probably the first game. <laughs> Kaz, it's the first game um, that mm. Kazri hasn't played, that Gareth hasn't um, bemoaned well, the still, fact well, he no, he, he did. Well, he he still would have had, like, he? you know, I don't see how that team in the four would have been any. I, I think it would have been more effective had they played one of the attacking wide players. Maybe not Yanazai because he, he's a little bit flighty, but I think you know Kazri can work hard and um, Gooch certainly can do mm. that job. And mm. Pinar, who played a lot of it, well, the majority of his career is a winger and, and is in central midfield, and you've got McNair on the on the wing. So <laughs> McNair. <laughs> Oh, Won a game with McNair in the wing, and Nietzsche be scoring and winning a penalty with a crack rib. It's like with a fever dream, isn't it? Yeah. A couple of tweets to show how opinions can contrast in football. Obviously, Johnny Hope discuss how poor Watmore is as a footballer, and then Lee Willingale says Watmore not not getting enough credit. You've already saw it. Well, that's a summary. That's a kind of yeah. a summary of Twitter and, and football right. fans right well, there. Really, it just, is it? just shows you like everyone's. A lot, a lot of things with football sometimes as well like you watch a game and you think someone's making a load of bad passes for example but what they're probably doing is looking for a run that yeah, is meant there. to be there yeah. and isn't happening so the guy who's making the bad passes looks crap but actually it's such and such as fault for not being there I mean some players I think there's probably a consensus McNair just doesn't look like he's really up to it does Ready he? Yet, no. Whereas somebody like Watmore or like even Undong or like I don't know, one or two of the others will kind of divide people because once you've got it in your head, and it doesn't matter who you are, but once you've got it in your head that something's right or wrong or good or bad, you tend to, you do tend to stick with it, don't mm. you? It's quite hard for people to change their minds. So what most definitely a classic slice of that. I think there's people who wanted him in the team when they wanted to throw the kids in who were probably loath to, to give him too much mm. criticism. And then there's other people who've probably looked at him from the start and went, he's just not up to it and won't want to give him credit he, when he does play well. He must be disappointed that he hasn't kicked on oh, after completely. the start yeah. he had. But yeah. I would like, like again, you know, you've got to four there, so he's your main man. But to me, what more, the best way to get something really good out of him that doesn't play to his feelings is to play him as a striker because mm. he doesn't have time to or think. Or even as a wide player, you, you would see as an impact sub. Yeah, yeah oh, massively, yeah. like, yeah. That is strange, though, that wasn't, isn't it? When you look at it and you think some of the wingers he does have, and he, it's obviously just the energy that he's he's playing yeah. him for and he's off the ball and work, as well, work and like... stuff, I, I guess so. Um, Anthony Morrow has made a good point. We, we, we touched on the whole game, but he's saying, well, we're not going to work out the percentage, Anthony, but we'll, we can't <laughs> say, does, does it, say whether we think our home form holds us back. And you would, it does, wouldn't you? Because look at someone like Bournemouth, for example. I know we've just went there and won. Look at Burnley. I think Burnley got four home game home wins already this season. That makes a massive difference. That doesn't it? We and we don't do we <laughs> exactly. We probably get four, we probably get four seasons. Well, five we've, seasons. Only, we've only won about five of our last thirty-eight away games or something. So, so it does, do we so, steal? Yeah, so yes, I believe it does hold us back. I think is the answer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See what else holds us back? Being crap it does <laughs> not yeah. being very good at football. What about John Pickford? Mint. Anybody see his danger? Uh, his players painting in danger. That save. 
was like in real time. But I just uh, 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 um, yeah, jaw dropping, jaw droppingly good. The way he pulled that one out the top corner. As soon as like the ball like was chipped. Yeah, in the it was box. in, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You it's thought just... as soon as he hit it, you were well, that's a goal. Yeah. And then you just saw this hand come from nowhere, and tip it over the bar, which was, which was something. The fact that like the, the defenders like rushing to congratulate him, and he's like screaming on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> high five, lads! High five! I smell high five. Let's enjoy this moment for you. He's just what, running yeah. around the six-yard box, grinning high. But then like, people, it was classic because Pickford was getting the flashbacks of the West Ham game, being like, "Oh no, it's a corner." Get yourselves mm. organised because they yeah. were doing the. They'd clearly just watched yeah. the West Ham game and nothing else. Because at ten minutes, it was just short corner every time, and like we we'd learn from it. Like we weren't. They didn't have get a us. prolific striker like Winston Reid. Well, it, true. They <laughs> <laughs> never um, hit another one like that, will he? That makes those little games even more annoying now, doesn't it? Like the Man City one and the West Ham one, where you're, you're an extra. And the Southampton South 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 one and the Crystal Palace one. The Palace is the worst one of the lot. <laughs> Two 0 <nil> up, <laughs> nah. losing that. And the yeah, way they lost it. I mean, that goal, the third one, dear God. Mm. It's one of the worst things <laughs> I've ever seen. You just think we could quite easily have four or five points extra, yeah. couldn't we? And we could. It'll only be where a whole lot, to be fair. So it's not like we're, uh, you know, yeah. we'd, be, we'd be setting the world alike. Yeah, but you're, you're just well, in touch, though. Uh, you yeah. kinda, you're even just... if you had, like, two, even if you'd got the draw against Palace and then picked yeah. up the win either against Southampton. Just a draw you know, for her as well. Or, mm. you Something know, like just a. There you've got an extra three points. points. Like some Middlesbrough, yeah. obviously, as well. And One Palace, who were, doing, mm. who were struggling yeah, a bit now. As well. Struggling. Pards, man, he's... They're not even... There was a great Europe. bit of Twitter banter on... Uh, it's worth, worth mentioning, because it's to get the mags. So some, I don't know, Twitter... Toon Universe Worldwide <laughs> Twitter account tweeted Ian writing, Hi, Ian. Just wanted to ask how your mate Alan Pardew's doing now. And uh, oh, Ian Wright replied, "Still in the Premier, Premier League. League." So I just yeah. I quite enjoyed that. Talk about like teeing it up. Uh, the, the, and the replies, the fuming replies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not for much longer though. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, pretty much a whole season longer. Yeah, at least. And on top of that, how many how many teams do they think are going to go down? Because like you know, they obviously think we're going. So what? Palace fell in one of the other one of the other holes. Well, I'm not sure about that. Look at, look at the status onesie. Mm. Like, they they've got to be nailed on, haven't they? It's weird. It's been isn't it? coming for a while. Like, no, people say that obviously us. as well. But you know, but yeah, we think but Hullo, we're supposed to emulate Swansea, mm. the Swansea way. That's what we should be I said doing. That, I said that only a few weeks ago. We finally emulated yeah, them. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. It would have been like, brilliant. They're emulating us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they'd gone below us, it would have been like perfect. It would have been like, oh well, Swansea need to adopt the, the Sunderland model. Swansea have. They've got an American owner, and yeah, it's just, all gone wrong. Loads of managers and. Yeah. Forget everything. Forget. The, the, everything they were doing well that made them a likable club, like they seemed like quite a family club, like run by yeah. local. It was a loud drop. Uh, Bob Bradley thing them. was interesting as well because he, he mm. looks, you know, by all accounts, he's a decent manager, but I just don't think Swansea's the right fit for no. for somebody but of his management. Swan, that style. whole thing about Swansea and their identity mm, and, and all that, everything about Swansea mm. that made them likable, not just on the pitch, but as a club, they're pretty inoffensive because unlike Southampton, their fans didn't seem to get. Really up themselves, where I think Southampton. A little fans bit are, under Brendan Rodgers, but not, did not, get a bit. I think that was more Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers yeah. conveyed that more than their fans. Still Whenever I met them, they all seemed like a nice bunch. Hoof thing though. Well, what, whatever it was, that's all gone. It's gone off the pitch and it's gone on the pitch yeah. as well. Well, they had it, a they had a fan representative on the board that they've got rid of now or something that they're not happy with. Oh, no, they like, had a, um, they, they, they do have a. A percentage of the club that is owned by the supporters. It's one. Actually, I've heard like them saying something. It's like 
something that's changing. Yeah, the Swansea Trust, I think. Yeah, it is. And yeah. It's, so they they've not got, got as much say yeah. as they did because no. apparently they were always <laughs> consulted on the manager right. and they weren't for Bob Bradley. So oh, that's a weird one, isn't it? Mind you, it's if, weird if that's own, there in the first place. But, but if, still, still, if the fans exactly. own ten percent of the then club, it's, it's a share. Like then it, then they, they, yeah, it is like a shareholder yeah, and a shareholder. Apparently, the new owners don't like that one. Complete control themselves. Of course, they don't because they'll be business people. Oh yeah, yeah. Buy them out, see, and buy us out. The shares are like ten uh, times the price we bought them for, yeah. and then they buy the club off them. Yeah, class. But there that, that ethos is definitely kind of it. And people go on about Bournemouth and romanticise that, but they've got some billionaire owner, and mm. like mm. obviously for the size of the club, they're still doing remarkably well. But you know, like Borough will be the next one. You know, people think they'll think that you know local owner, you know, they've battled back and and they've got this whatever style of play and, and like quite a lot of the players that are still playing of players who were in the championship or Burnley who've never really had the money but what will happen is it's just a bit like Norwich isn't it you're never really going to get out of that bracket of being bottom four in the Premier League and top well, five they, or six in the championship and Middlesbrough have gambled haven't they they've decided they're going to spend a lot of money on a lot of untried players in some cases has been typed past mm. players mm. and with big names and reputations and hope that it works. You know, they spent nine million, ten million, well, was it eleven million on Jordan Rhodes to get them in the that Premier was a, League? I was gonna say And haven't even he's you know using kick these barely. But he, he didn't game. want him to begin with. Yeah. It was a bit it's a bit like when you look at like teams in the championship now and you think if they're gonna come up I think you know, you look at us if we go down and I think we'll be in a we won't be one of those teams that looks like it's got a good championship squad. Mm. I think we'd, we'd we'll find look like it really we a good hard. championship squad at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think we would struggle even if we, lose those if ones. If we got parachuted yeah. into that league, now I, I don't think we'd be in the top six necessarily. Mm. But you look at the players for the teams that are doing well. Like I mean, some of them like Norwich aren't even doing well anymore, and you think there's, some of those players cost decent sums mm. of money. But you wouldn't buy them in the Premier League. Jordan Rhodes is a prime example oh, yeah. of that, like massively so. And you think, well, if that's that's what you got to spend now, just to like get promoted. It's a Jordan like, Rhodes is the is like the the one of the in the get your kids in type bracket of. Is like, it Gary Hooper? Get him, get him in because yeah. he scores goals. Well, Gary Hooper, but nobody's taking a chance. He? Nobody's well. And then he he went down because yeah. down the divisions because he just couldn't do it in the top flight. That's the thing, like. People like that, who score loads of goals every week, will get watched by scouts all the time from all sorts of clubs, mm-hmm. and they'll go away. And there's a reason why oh, totally. they don't get bought by because mm-hmm. firstly they're too expensive um, for the risk in terms of you know well can we bring, can we we're not how confident are we that he's going to be able to replicate his form at the top mm-hmm. level, and then you know is there a necessary well where where's he going to play? In this kind of, you know, some, look at someone like Charlie Austin, who in a way has mm. got a bit look, not lucky. It, it's almost like you know Southampton is sort of trying to play with two up, and he's benefited, and and, and QBR played with two up front. Yeah, he's and not the lone striker. Not I really think some people strike, thought yeah. he was when when we were like getting linked to him. I think no. people saw him as this. Yeah, he's more sort of a poacher, isn't he? Yeah, not yeah. this like Andy Carroll type no. unit figure, is he? He's like much more of a, like someone who thrives on a partnership yeah. and. That's a good good yeah, listen for fans of uh, other football Well, no, I think because we're... Ba- we're I don't know. I just think it is interesting because we are in a position where, yeah, you're obviously buoyant, like, great, we've won a game. But, but like, you, there's a tiny bit of a lifeline there, you think, You, you yeah. could get out of it because the other teams, as we're kind of in a roundabout way pointing out, 
actually aren't very good. And that's something that I've found very frustrating mm -hmm. about how bad we've been, is that I've looked mm -hmm. at other teams when I've bothered to watch other Premier League games and thought... That Watford Middlesbrough game the other week. Good Lord. And you think, well, so why, you know, how... We are bad, well, don't get me wrong, we are thing. so bad, but you think it doesn't bit, take much to be bit, better than this. Yeah, with a bit more organisation and cleverness in in, in game to game, like you were saying, they could have had more points. If they could have, if they'd done stuff differently, they could have had more points. Like, don't bring on right backs. All you, all, <laughs> well, right yeah. backs with because all you want go. now, because I'd, I'd say if you still asked Sunderland supporters, the majority would say, like, if you ask them, do you think you're going to get relegated? The majority would still say probably yes. So all you want now is let's make a fight of it. Let's not like just go down with a whimper like it was looking like in them previous games. <laughs> I think it would hurt more if you uh, went down the last day or something but, and you got but, relegated a lot. But then we'll be down like, before you, the last you, just, you, anyway. might, you might just, we, just accept saying, it if, you, if you've got like 10 points on everyone else. The thing is like though, 30, don't you? We're, we're saying <laughs> that we probably wouldn't look good in the championship and we wouldn't have a good championship squad. And we were talking about this last week when George Colton was saying Newcastle went down with some momentum, which is obviously you can only go down with momentum. Like literally if you're <clears> going down, you have momentum. But if you're putting some results together and you've got a bit of a team spirit, yeah, and we probably are going to keep the majority of our team together because, well, who's going to want the likes of Jack Rodwell and Paddy McNair? So you want them to be playing well and like yeah. going down with a bit McNair, of confidence in a way. Level. He's level. He's Rodwell scored two goals like... against QBR. Let's not forget he's played in the left wing for Sunderland twice and we've won to both games. So no, he played a left he wing against, left against Southampton uh, in the Cup and we lost, yeah. Did he? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he did. Remember. Two league? No. Two league. No. To be honest, it's, but he scored two goals in the cup. In the cup. So what are we, which was one are we going with? He was on the left. He played on the left. You've got, to, you've got to think about that potential for going down, though. We don't have the money to spend, probably, to bring in a load of players who are really good for that level. So maybe then, if you know Moyes doesn't go anywhere and we do go down with Moyes and he can sort of get himself back into English football a bit more, maybe that way that used to find those players at Everton mm -hmm. maybe he can replicate because he's going to need to do a lot better in the market than he's done yeah. so far whether we stay up or go down we can't be splashing the amount of money we have on players like this if we, especially if we get relegated because god the, the, the abyss awaits <laughs> <laughs> Anyone got anything well, else? We won a game that. and we're going to end with the abyss away. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm saying no, that was t that was tempering a positive there. Yeah. Maybe Moyes, if you have got no money and you do get relegated, because I've been thinking we should probably get rid of him already, but I don't know, having won that game and just thinking ahead, if we do go down and we've got no money, oh, yeah. he could be yeah, the right kind of bloke to find people in that scenario. Well, given another year on, in English on a football. shoestring budget, Craig. Yeah. That's the phrase, isn't it? I don't it? think yeah. it's shoestring, to be honest. It's more like threads. Right. <laughs> so speaking Nothing of doing, speaking of trying budget. to make a best of a bad job on a shoestring <laughs> budget, we're in Manchester Excellent. next week um, for our live show in Manchester. Even next week, this in weekend. Salford, yeah, on Saturday night at the King's Arms Alehouse, we'll be there doing this, but. With some better people, <laughs> better as well, people as well on top of this. So, Never insult me like that. So, so, yeah, so if you like this, yeah, come, and if you don't like this, get, still get come. Out, yeah, um, yeah. Tenor tickets still available online via the Greater Manchester branch. Um, <coughs> yeah, should come along. There's, we have sold quite a few actually. So, Garrison, we're really always, selling it. Like there's it. always <laughs> room. There's always room for more. It'll be good. Nick Barnes is going to be signing copies of his. Uh, no, it's not a book. His little no. thing. 
This is it a long way to sell. So it is. All you need to do is say, look, tickets on sale away. Get them away. <laughs> if you're down near Manchester, away. Didn't be shan. get a ticket. <laughs> there you go. Everyone happy? Yeah. Done? Oh, yeah. Thanks oh, yeah. for listening. Oh, yeah.